All right, my friends, today we welcome Shri Mahabir. She is a video content creation queen. and We're going to chop it up today on the Corporate Quitters Podcast. Have a listen and have some fun. All right. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. So what's going on, Shree? You know what? Let me start this right, because this is how I would start my live when I do Uh-oh. it on IG. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> now, see, if you guys don't recognize that, that is Shree's signature opening move for her show. But let's talk about this for one moment. How many live shows have you done on Instagram? So with guests, it's about 119. And then adding the non-guests, like just by myself or random it's over a hundred and twenty something, almost one hundred thirty. A hundred and thirty shows on Instagram. Yes. Wow. You know what? So to me, that takes a lot of courage and consistency and tenacity. That, that takes a lot to do that, right? It does. It does. It, even now, like some of you might be really nervous, thinking about, "Oh my God, if I had to get in front of a camera to video." yourself well i can tell you this much i woke up at 2 30 this morning because i was wanted to make sure that i was on time and i was even nervous and right before we just jumped on i reminded of myself of my superpower and that's what got me to refocus so that i'm here and present so someone who's had over a hundred shows still gets nervous before a show yes i do How, how can that be possible Because every show has something different to it. And every person has a different element. And every story, every journey, because you don't know what's to come from it. Sometimes when I talk to my guests prior to going live with them, we just build rapport. But the questions, we discuss about it. But I don't really get their answer unless it's something that, like, the question didn't make sense. And so when I get live... We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to get triggered or I'm going to get triggered or somebody in the audience goes crazy, but you never know. The one thing that is for sure is that you just, you know, remind yourself, this is who I am and nothing's going to change and we're going to be just fine. Okay. So that, that's, that's some good advice for you and for others, but, but tell me, why do you think people are afraid? You just told us kind of why you are, but why do you think other people might be afraid to get on camera? They don't like the way they look. Maybe if you're like me and you have, I have psoriasis, you may have eczema or you have another skin condition and that just, you don't like the way it looks or you don't like the way your gray hair, I'm like trying to figure out. (laughs) But all of these are just part of you. And what are ways to help you feel beautiful or handsome? And, you know, one thing that I do know for me for a very long time is I didn't like looking at myself and like the way I sounded. And again, it comes back to the skin condition. I don't like that people can see those patches. And what did I do? Something that I did is I learned how to do my makeup better. I learned to just embrace myself and embrace the voice that I have. And the biggest thing is we feel like we don't have value. And for a very long time, That was very hard for me and it still is to this day, but it's a lot further because you do have value. 
your experience, your story, your journey can impact somebody. Yeah, right. Because I know we were talking the other day and you mentioned the gray hair and I was just like, nah, okay, so, <laughs> but but I get it because it's not me. That's That's your thing. You mentioned the psoriasis and I was just trying to get close to the camera to see it because I don't see it. And I'm, sure, and I'm sure people watching and listening to the live or to the replay, they're like, where? Where is it? So I think we all have that internal voice that's in our head telling us things that may or may not be true, because sometimes they may be true. So, so now you said that you just kind of overcome it. What did you say to that voice to silence it? You well, like I, take it to the side and beat it up or something? Like, what did you, you do? Well, besides crying on live, I had to remind myself and keep writing these things of what I have to offer, what I have to give. And then people were getting into my DMs and saying that, you know, if they had bought, purchased my book or if they had, you know, just seen a video of mine, they were like, you have so much to give. I don't understand why you don't have value. And it's that whole in our minds that we're saying, what's that voice telling you? Like Nobody wants to hear you. Nobody cares. And I'm going to be mean when I say this. In reality, they don't until they do. Because you may not be speaking, speaking to the right people. Once you start speaking to the right person, it matters. But the only way that you would know is if you just continuously do it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. All right. So wait, let's let's go back to something. You cried on live. What, I've what cried show, a few times. Really? Now, what, what show number was this and how did that happen? So it was um, in I want to say it was like. February or March and no, sorry, April, because I had a guest who was supposed to be on the show and we spoke the day before and then the day of the live one hour before they canceled on me. You and they were like, well, they, no, this is what they said. I forgot that I had to coach my son's baseball uh -huh. game. And I was like, it's really the real excuse is he just was scared and he allowed his fears to get the best of it. Because in the moment, I, that's what I thought. I was like, I feel it. You know, regardless of how much I coached him and worked, walked through with him and showed him that he is capable of doing it. He just he just couldn't do it. And so the, that's when you, that's when he allowed his voices. So I came on the live and one of my guests asked, so what's the biggest obstacle? And I was like, you know, understanding my value. So, you know, then I started getting all teary eyed and I was crying and I was like, but I'm not. And instead of just turning off the live, I said, you know what? This is me. This is my journey. This is what I need to work on. And I've been working on it head on since then. Yep. And then after that, how did people receive you after you cried on air? Oh, man, my my community was like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> they were like, oh, they weren't saying that's so sweet, but they were just like, we feel you because this is the yep. same thing that we're struggling with. That especially if you've never done a live or you've never done a video and you're trying to figure out how can I put this into you know, how can I get past just hitting the record button? How can I get past seeing myself in the camera? And here's this person who's been doing all these lives and she's crying. I mean, if she could do it, I can do it. Minus yeah. the crying. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and so you took a moment 
to be vulnerable and it didn't end up as bad as you thought it was going to be. You didn't have people laughing or ridiculing. You had people supporting you. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's that's what's important. And I think that's a beautiful story. So now with this client, though, this client that you had coached and, and you were encouraging him to go on live and he kind of backed out. Um, I know that you are you are the video content creation queen and coach. Right. So what did you do for him? How did you get him back in the game, so to speak? Well, I mean, he wasn't my client. He was just a guest, but I've kept in touch with him and I've opened the door. I said, you're always welcome to come back. And I, he hasn't shown any interest, but what I does show that I have respect. Like I get it. Some things happen, people back out. Like I've had, I mean, I've had people who said yes, only to me no, and never talk to me again. I've had people who just wanted to get on the live just to get do what they needed to and then leave because I'm not that type of person. I really do believe in fostering a relationship. That's my superpower. We're just not connecting. We, we connect and build and you never know that one person could be, you know, introduce you to the person that's going to change your life forever. Yeah. So I'll tell you what's really interesting. I, um, I hated being on camera. Um, and I remember it was uh, early this year, I think it was, I, I met this guy named Larry Long Jr. He's on LinkedIn and he's a public speaker, motivational speaker. And he emailed me one day. I had seen him do a live show or post a video and it was really good. And I was like, hey, Larry, man, that was great. I wish I could do something like that. And he he sent me a voicemail and, an e and a video, I think, back. And he said, you can. Why aren't you? Do it. And I was like this dude he doesn't know me talking to me like that what is and then he sent me another one just do it I was like uh okay <laughs> so so I just did it and um it was terrifying it was horrifying because like you I still hate my voice I mean you know to this day um you know and the way I appear on camera I mean it is what it is you can't do anything to fix this right there's no you can't do anything to fix it it just is what it is so I say that to say, to ask you, how do you make your clients comfortable when they are facing this huge fear of getting in front of the camera and talking to people? Well, first off, you sound fine. And second off, you look perfectly fine too. So don't worry about that. And to help people, like I've helped so many of my guests is that I remind them, you know, just like you, you remind yourself, you say whatever it is, your affirmations, you practice in the mirror, you, we do a run through. So it's not like, you know, you, you, you're seeing yourself in the camera. I also suggest set up a camera and hit record and just do your daily life. Because once you get being, get comfortable being in front of the camera, just doing regular stuff, then it's easier to just get in front of the camera and start talking. Sometimes people don't recognize that that could help, but it really does. So I want to ask you this, like, what is an affirmation that you say to yourself or what is it that you say to yourself that gets your headspace right? You know, I don't personally, I don't have any affirmations. I just go. I look at it and I say, OK, this is quite fearful. 
I'm afraid. Ah, just go. You know, <laughs> like, seriously. It and I know it sounds crazy because now I may use some music, and I will say, um, if I need some music to hype me up, DMX is the go-to. That's just it. But as far as affirmations, I just go. I dance. So I have some dance. I actually did a um it's on TikTok. It's also on my IG account. I do what do I do to get ready before a live? And it's dancing, praying, making sure silly things, but it's like the truth. Like, do I have something on my eyes or up my nose? Or do I have something in my mouth? And all the little things that I get really scared of, I take care of that before. And then, you know, we just hit the record and then the, the rest happens. And I've fumbled on words. I've said the wrong things. I've offended someone in a little bit of a way. I've, <laughs> I've <All> right, so <laughs> Let me ask you, though, you said you said you do silly things. And when you say silly, do you mean like strange or do you mean like comedic? Are you laughing? Is laughter your thing or? Yeah, there's dancing or I'm checking. I'm I'm literally putting my looking in the mirror and checking out my nose like this is, you know, crazy. But I'm just trying to make sure that nothing comes out. And then the most is just I do listen to some kind of meditation music if I'm really, really nervous or even talking to the guests. Well, many times the guests will contact me. We're just talking. I'm getting ready, but they're talking to me. I'm talking to them. And even that, just because I'm the host, it helps me too. And I wanted to ask in the audience, like, you know, if you're watching it now or if you're catching the replay, you know, what is your biggest fear of getting in front of the camera? And how did you, and if you, if you have gotten over it, what did you do? Oh, that's a very good question. And I'm wondering how people are going to respond to that and answer that. So if you guys are just joining us, we are here on the Corporate Quitters Podcast. We are here with Shri Mahabir, who is a video content creation coach. And so far, we have talked about the fact that even though she is the video queen with over 100 live shows on Instagram, she still gets afraid sometimes before she gets on the camera. She actually said that she woke up at 3.30 this morning before this live. And this live is at 7 o'clock, y'all. So she's been up for a while. <laughs> I don't know what she's been doing while she's been up because it's just us. Like It's her LinkedIn family and me. So there's nothing to be afraid of. So what, what time is your live and what day is it on uh, Instagram? So my days are usually Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I have one for Saturday for my international entrepreneurs. And so I tend to do them between 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And on the weekend, it just depends. It's going to be either 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. because we work with the international time zones. Yeah. So look, Teresa is here with us and she says that she hates looking at herself. You're beautiful. I can see by the picture. She's so beautiful. Yeah. So what would you say to her, though, to help her overcome that? I would say, what is one thing you love about yourself? Ooh, that's good. And then focus on that one thing? Yes, focus on that one thing. For me, I hate my psoriasis, but I love my ability to do my makeup. I love the eyeliner. So that's what I focus on. So, like, if I didn't like my face, but I like my earlobe, I should focus on, like, my, my earlobe. 
Yes, and bring your cheese balls, Robert, because I know. No, Robert I don't share my cheese balls. We've already <laughs> talked about that. Now, now, Quentin is here, and Quentin says it's amazing how you bring a diverse group of powerful men and women from around uh, the world who bring true value to the world. Thanks, brother Robert. And what I would say is thank you to all the guests that have appeared on my podcast, especially this morning, Shri. My friend Chris Postle is here. And Chris, Chris says, awkward voice, seeing my own mannerisms and trying not to pay attention to it while focusing on the conversation. So that is what Chris doesn't like about himself. Before we move on for Chris, just a tip. When even I struggle with that. But one thing I do know is if you focus on the camera and you focus, you know, that you're speaking to the person, because even in real life, you may be talking like that. You may talk with your hands. You may have different intonations about when you, you know, saying certain words. But if you continue that in camera, then you're not changing anything, if that makes sense. You're just, the only thing you're changing is instead of talking to a person, you're talking to the camera. So in other words, be you on and off camera, and it still comes off as real, but look at the camera like it's a real person. Yes, it's hard because, you know, you want to look down and see what's happening. I know as a Robert, you're like you're the producer. So you have to look at multiple things. But after a while, you get used to it from myself on my IG lives. I'm taking notes. So I'm like looking down. I'm looking at the audience. I'm looking at the camera. There's a lot going on. Now, you guys, we are getting tips here from a pro. We've just gotten some really valuable tips. Now, Teresa is laughing at me. I'm, guess she, I'm guessing she's laughing at my earlobe thing. But I mean, you know, my buddies used to make fun of my ears when I was a kid. So I'm pretty sensitive about that. They're fine. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So again, we're here with Sri Mahabir. She's a video content coach. We've talked about having fears of getting on camera. And she's given us some really good tips on how to overcome fears. She's also told us some tips on what she tells some of her clients when they are fearful. But let's talk about something. So we talked about quitting, and that's the whole premise of this podcast, The Corporate Quitters. And I say this all the time. A lot of people think it's about quitting your job, but it's not. It's about quitting some of those limiting beliefs that you have. And when I asked you about that, Said that the moment you started quitting was when you when you realized that you had to stop being small and that everyone has value. So talk to me about that. So I'm used to just being in behind the scenes, but I've always loved seeing the impact that I was able to make. And as an entrepreneur, you can't sit small. Like you just can't, nobody's going to know who you are. Nobody's going to be interested just because you have a website or you posted something, or even if you did do a video, you have to constantly put yourself out there. You constantly have to talk about the wins. You have to talk about the losses, the moments that like you learned a huge lesson. It almost costs you your whole business, but it's a lesson that you'll never make again to, you know, showing social proof. That's big. People want to know, like, how did you transform this person from A to B? So if you continue to play small, nobody's going to want to do business with you. Uh, And that makes perfect sense. And and for you, you had to overcome your own insecurities first so that you could help other people. Yes. 
So yeah. I really like that. Now, Chris, see, you're already helping. Chris says good points and he says, thank you. You're welcome. So you've given my friend Chris Postel some good points that he could use. And Teresa says that she was laughing at the cheese balls. <laughs> I don't share my cheese balls. You all know that. Teresa, you know that. And Shree, you know that. Don't play with me and my cheese balls. We may not be friends after this. Teresa, <laughs> I'll share my cheese balls with you. It's okay. I'll go get my own. So <laughs> <laughs> now, you focus on a specific group of entrepreneurs. You focus on solopreneurs. So tell me, why did you decide to focus on solopreneurs? Because many of the guests that I brought on to my IG lives were all solopreneurs. I'm a solopreneur because I don't have a huge team. I actually just have my daughter sometimes. And I have a my social media manager slash coach. So I understand and I you know you're doing everything. If you need to get something edited, you outsource it, but mostly you're doing all of the work. So I it goes back to, you know, stop playing small. How can we get you out there, give you that visibility? And at the same time, you know, realize that you have this wonderful value that could just impact somebody. So you are, I've been told this so many times, you know, your story is somebody's breakthrough. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no. What, what, what we say where I'm from in the deep South is your story is for someone else's glory. Mm. And that's why it's important for you to share that story with others and don't keep it bottled up because now you're doing the world a disservice when you don't share. But what I find is really interesting about you and the journey that you're on now is, so you're a solopreneur, you conquered your fear of going on video, and now you turn that around and said, you know what, I am going to help other solopreneurs to get on video so that they can get exposure for their business so that they can bring in the money for their business. Which reminds me though, a few weeks ago, you and I had a conversation where we did a video where you got your first big ticket client. Yes, I did. So for those who are like, well, how long has she been in business? I've been interviewing IG live guests or interviewing entrepreneurs since April, 2020. So it was not until I hit June when I met Shanae and that's how I met Rob that she was guiding me and saying, Hey, since you've already been doing this, you know, this is my passion, helping people and being able to share their story, bring it out. And she's like, you've always known it. It was always in front of you, just trying to figure it out. And so it was after that point that I started getting really serious with the business, promoting. And then I landed my first paid client. And I was just like, holy crap, this actually works. This actually works. And so if you were to go back into my profile on LinkedIn, where I start talking about in the videos, you'll notice that I'm nervous, but I'm nervous because I was talking about myself. It's so easy for me to talk about others. For example, you know, here's Rob. He was working a corporate job and then the next day he wasn't. And now he's helping others who are in the auditing field feel like they have a voice. They have somebody they can turn to. If they want to level up on certain areas, they know where to go. If you want to learn about regular people doing fraudster stuff, turn, tune in on Friday and you will learn with his gang. And they talk about all these different stories, which like blows my mind. I'm like, my tax dollars went to pay for that. Now, see, 
this is this is how Shri is, you guys. You see, I'm I'm bringing her on here so that you guys can hear her story, and she turns it back and makes the host look good. If you want to look good, you need to call this woman. <laughs> I would love to help you look good. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a gift that uh, that she has. But 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 so now let's go back to this though. You started doing this early last year, and you got your first paid client this year and it goes back to what i said earlier it shows a lot of dedication and uh tenacity on your part to know what it is that you wanted to do and you kept going on this road of self-improvement until you really built yourself into this person who is now ready to branch out and start helping others and i think that i think that that in and of itself is inspirational but let's talk about one other thing what's that so a lot of times on camera you don't get real personal, but lately you've gotten really, really personal. Uh, I, I think one of the one of the early stages of that was that video a few weeks ago that we did where you talked about the first client. Then I think you actually posted the check or the the not the check, but the uh, the PayPal receipt or something like that. Yeah. In the group chat, the screenshot. I, yeah. In the group chat, I didn't really show it on, you know, that is also a lot of people. Some people feel reserved, like, I don't want to share. I get it. But when you start to show that vulnerability of yourself, that that side of you, like, you know, I was upset. Like, I will even tell you, I messaged Rob and I was just, he was asking how I was doing. I had just dropped off my daughter to college and I was like, dude, it still hurts. Like, it was, it feels like just yesterday, but, you know, it's just life. And I can imagine if there's parents on here, if they have a child who's starting kindergarten or preschool and that feeling of like, oh, my child is going off. And then those who have a child that's going off to college, you know, that feeling like this chapter that you had. Of course, you know, some people want to bottle it up. I've gotten to a point where I'm like, why am I doing that? Why am I hiding that? That she is an extension of me. She's part of my life. This is the reason why I do what I do. So let me share it to you. Well, and speaking of sharing, you got real personal over the last uh, seven days because, well, maybe a little longer than that, because you talked about when you guys went to Six Flags, because I could see it. That was kind of your, I'm going to send her off. And then while you were actually on the road, you did some filming. And when you got to college, you did the obligatory parental <laughs> embarrassment moment, as you should have. But you know, for me, that was different coming from you because you had not gotten that personal on camera. And so, you know, if I'm hearing you right, you're saying that you just figured, why not? Because this is a part of who I am. So what would you say to someone who is thinking about getting on camera, but afraid to be that personal? I would say, I understand once you get past looking in the camera, then just talk about your journey. And I know that, you know, what we do and what we post has to be in alignment to what we're, our pillars are, your brand pillars, whatever, because at the end of the day, video allows for you to know, like, and trust someone. And then when you're speaking to your pillars for myself, they are being, you know, getting over and get getting over your fear of being in front of the camera, getting visibility and gaining your first client or more clients. The only way I can do that is because these are the three things that speak to me. And I've also learned like sometimes you have to show a little bit like, hey, this is 
Shri outside of all of this business. This is who she is. This is why she's working hard. And if that draws in people who are only parents who are solopreneurs, then that's who I'm drawing in because they understand and I understand. Uh, but what if I say, oh, nobody cares about what's happening with me. They just care about what I can do for them. That's okay. I mean, like you, you have to understand, like people, technically people don't care, but people want to know how you can help them. What's in it for me? Okay. If you're able to show that vulnerability, that's great. How is that going to help me? Well, it's going to help by showing a side of you that nobody else sees. It's going to help open some doors that maybe somebody else can relate. Like, oh, she has, she's a single mom. She has a daughter. She's a parent and I'm a single mom and I'm a parent and I own a business. I could work with her. Or she has gray hair because I have some too, right? And she hates her voice, hate mine too, but you still have to go ahead and just put it out there. And those who are for you will come to you and those who are not won't. Now, my friend Chris is still here and Chris says, not going to lie. Three boys under eight, some days with school, it is a wonderful thing. <laughs> uh, well, some days it's great that she's out the house. <laughs> <laughs> now, Chris, Shree's daughter is 19, right? Yes. Savina? Yes, she is so 19 years old. She is in college, so she's away away, not just for a day, not just for a week. She's kind of gone. Yes. So I feel it when I'm like, yeah, she, I'm glad she's gone because she can grow, but I do miss her. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but yeah, I've noticed over the last several months, you've gotten a lot more personal. And uh, one thing I like, and I told you this, I like your content is clean and crisp. Um, it's, it's, it's to the point. You don't waste people's time. You give us what we need. You're in, you're out, you're gone. So tell me, what is your favorite platform for video and why? Oh, when it comes to <laughs> creating video, I use so many platforms, but I always use TikTok just because it just allows me to do a little bit of editing or just mostly get that beat. I don't use beats that are have words in it. I get beats that are more of uh, what I call low, low five vibes, jazzy beats. Or even the today's today music, which you could take out the, the vocals. There are websites out there that can help you do that. I'm just like, you know what? I want something quick and easy. So I'm just going to record it on TikTok and then I download it. And then I use an uh, I use uh, Veed to put the captions. And then I use InVideo to do the top, the header. So that helps me. Those are the apps. But there's Filmora. There's Kinemaster. There's InShot. What you have to figure out is what is it you're trying to do? What's of ease for you? And then just start using it. So how do you come up with your ideas? So I get help. <laughs> but a lot of time, I mean, I do get help. The other one is what you're reading. What's going on in today's news? What are some myths? We learned about that. Quora, there's Ask the Public. Just even when you talk to your clients, like a lot of ideas, how do what they're saying, what are they saying in the comments? You know, one of the things that I get a lot, just like we shared with the comments came in just this live alone is I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way mm -hmm. I sound. 
that's that's right there why how do i get over that okay this is one way talk to yourself in the camera talk to yourself in the mirror talk to yourself so much that it just you're just to the point that this is my voice so you get ideas from your life experience and the things that are going on around you and you just kind of pull from that and say this is what i'm going to talk about and i also have a coach that helps too but a lot of but Working with a coach allows you to see opportunities, allows you to come up with ideas. So as I'm working with a coach, I'm helping my client and come up with ideas as, as well, because everybody has a different industry, but that's just how it works, right? Well, the more you educate yourself, the more opportunities present themselves. Yeah, which is very interesting because you have a coach who helps you become better which is why people should hire you as a coach if they want to learn how to do video. And you say that TikTok is your favorite platform, huh? So why is it your favorite? I would just say it's just to, it gives you really good analytics too. Like, okay, what are people really looking at? Is it 30 seconds? Is it one minute? And also if you're just trying to get something recorded, it allows you to, so that you can get that timer. Because if you do a video on, let's say, your camera, you might go over time. But on TikTok, you can you can only set it for 15 seconds and one minute. So you're really like pushed. Oh. So that means like, and I'll give a tip. So for 30 seconds, it's 75 words. And for one minute, it's 150 words. So when you're record, you know, when you're thinking about it and you write your script, you have to think about what are what am I going to say? What's my opener? What's in it for the person that's watching and what are the tips? And then what's your call to action? Because you got to give a call to action. Like I'm going to say, if you want to work with me or if you want to know what it's like to work with me, I have a 60 minute intensive and you can see from there if that works. If not, at least, you know, have tips that you can use to carry with you forward. Onward. Ah, see, now you've almost led into my next question as we start to wrap this up. <laughs> What is it like working with you? What is that experience like? It's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of listening of my part. And I will say everybody that I've heard that's ever listened or ever worked with me, they've always said that the experience is different from what they expected, especially going on live. And with the 60 minute call, they're able to get their they get their answers to their questions and much more. And I know that's something that everybody's like, oh, everybody says that. Well, you know what? <laughs> I would just say you can check out my IG lives. I have a on LinkedIn. I also have Constantinos who, you know, he did left a review about going live with me. I posted it. And then the other one is just take the plunge and just reach out and we'll do it. Yeah. So if you guys are just joining us, we're on the Corporate Quitters podcast this morning. And our guest is Sri Mahabir. She is a video content creation coach. She can help you become very good on video. We've been talking about overcoming insecurities, getting on camera for the first time, lasting on camera because she has over 100 live shows on Instagram. Now, the next thing we're trying to do is get her to come to LinkedIn and start doing live shows there as well. And I think that might be next. Is that next for you, Sheree? It is. It is. It's coming. It's definitely coming. When can we expect it? When we can expect it, I will just say in the next few weeks, I'm not going to put a date just because there's a few things, but I am super excited about 
darn people i tried to put her on the spot i know you can't be putting me on the spot because i've been here done that before remember <laughs> I, <laughs> I tried to give her get her to commit to a date so again we're here with shri mahabir video content creation coach uh she is very good at what she does i, I oftentimes ask her small things because all of us need help if you've enjoyed this podcast reach out to her if you think you might need her Reach out to her. So, Shri, how can we find you? You can find me on LinkedIn here, Shri Mahavir, or you can find me on IG Live, or IG, not IG Live, Next Love Consulting underscore Shri. And I'm also on TikTok, which is under Mahavir Shri or Shri Mahavir. But because I don't promote TikTok much, I do the IG and the LinkedIn. And reach out. You can message me. You can send. Even my contact information is on my profile on LinkedIn. And I would love to hear from you. Also, just with like Rob, we're both working on something, not together, but on our own courses, which, you know, in my case, it's going to be if you don't want to do the program of working with me for four weeks or you don't want to do the 60 minute, you just want to get right into how do I get into doing live? This is a course that I am working, so that will be coming out later on this year. Oh, do you have an estimated time frame for the folks? It's about October, November time. Got it. So you guys keep checking back with her so that when that program drops, you can be one of the first people to get it. Because I'm telling you, once you go through a program with her, it's going to elevate your video game. Now, now, I want to thank you for being here with me, but I want to leave you with the last word for the audience. A last word for the audience. I would just say, remember that your story is powerful, it's impactful, and that you do matter. Your story matters. And with that, we're out. Thank you for tuning in to the Corporate Quitters Podcast. If you like this episode, go to your favorite podcasting platform and give us a five-star rating. I think we deserve it, don't you? If you want to know more, go to thecorporatequitters.com. Again, that is thecorporatequitters.com. You'll find articles. You'll find apparel. That's right. We've got merch. You'll find ways to contact us and to keep in touch with us. www.thecorporatequitters.com. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.